Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Happy Thanksgiving. I am truly thankful for all those that have appeared on the now 206 episodes. I'm also thankful for my supporters, my volunteer, quote unquote, unpaid staff, and especially those of you listening, whether you're a regular or this is the first time you're listening, great to have you. As for today's show, we finally had a chance to get together for a great conversation with actor slash singer slash voice coach Mo Plasto. She's in the upcoming Mighty Corson Art Players production of Those Crazy Ladies in the House on the Corner, and she's busy teaching voice lessons at Effervescent Voice Academy. Then comics William Conway and Zach Dresch returned to talk about this Saturday's roast of fellow comic Ian Rylan Smith. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. Wherever you might be, whatever you might be drinking, that might be dependent upon what you're drinking out of, and be careful regardless. Anyway, lift them high to those great times when you see someone you haven't in several years. Here's my situation. Earlier this week, had to get a, a gift certificate at Starbucks for someone's Christmas list. While there, I decided to get a coffee. The very energetic barista asks, Whose name for this order? I say David, and she says very enthusiastically, You're Dave Holly. It was Callie Loria. She and I worked for an arts and entertainment publication together over 15 years ago. Such a pleasure to chat with her, got to talk about her dad, because if that last name sounds a little familiar, her father Jim, Jim Loria, was one of the main people that got the Sioux Falls Stampede Hockey Club underway. And just a pleasure getting caught up with her. And yes, Kelly, I will be back to your store. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by the Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. That is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts, shooting pool, listening to great live music from local musicians, or, like what I did last weekend, have fun singing karaoke at the Sky. If you need some extra room to hold a company party or a benefit, the Sky's back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the Sky, it's local and it's lively. So, what over the past week made Dave laugh, guffaw, chuckle, chortle, giggle, smile, maybe even shed a tear of joy? I think it was all of them. 
Last week's The Vaudies show was top-notch. Great crowd, incredible talent, even a lighthearted moment where yours truly didn't have enough time in the costume-changing department to get his shoes back on. Thankfully, holiday theme, and I had on some wonderful Christmas socks. So, thank you to everyone that made that show a success, and as well, especially to the folks at MCAP, Ryan and Logan, thank you so much. You did such a great job getting that place ready and making it look great. Coming up later in the show, we hear from comics William Conway and Zach Bresh. Up next, Mo Plasto on the Dave Holly Hour. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics, inside Oscar's Mini Storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready-to-purchase items. Bisque, studio time, or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email tjsceramics at gmail.com for more details. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffitt Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several microgrants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a microgrant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssuefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssuefalls.org. He's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Holly. Welcome back, everybody. Of course, you know what I'm going to say because you're good, faithful listeners, and you know I need to start off with it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And you also know one of my favorite things is having a new guest on. Well, I don't know how it took 206 episodes, other than she's quite busy all the time. But we finally have her, Mo Plasto. How are you? I'm doing well. How Glad are you, Glad to Dave? hear that. I'm also doing well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, here we are. It's a Thanksgiving time. And oh, my goodness. Lots of things going on, though. I mean, you've always had lots of things oh, going yeah. on. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm always busy. I'd rather be busy than, than bored. bored. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I say that often myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you've jumped into a lot of different things. But yes. let's first talk about uh, what's coming up in, oh, about three weeks now. Yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> it's going to be MCAP, Mighty Course and mm-hmm. Art Players, the crazy ladies in the house on the corner. Yeah, say that three times I fast. Know. <laughs> I know. I was sitting there. I was writing it uh, the other night. 
uh, when we were playing trivia because I wanted to promote it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's uh, the trivia is brought to them by Dave Holly Hour. Right. And so I wanted to promote the episode and I'm sitting there writing it and it went all the way across the page. Oh, yeah. It's a title. Yes, it sure. is. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the play that you're going to be doing that starts on December 15th, which, by the way, is a very important date. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes. Um, isn't that like your birthday? Oh, how about oh, that? Wow. <laughs> I guess it is, isn't it? And I also know there's going to be a special guest in attendance on opening yes, night. Yes, I do know that. I'm yeah. pretty sure Sioux Falls Santa is well, going to be well, opening it's, it's night. A, well, he's not Sioux Falls Santa. Some other guy grabbed that title. Oh. But uh, there, there is a guy that, uh, well, he is Santa Claus, the real one, uh, from the North Pole. Oh. And, and he's going to be there Very good. in attendance. I, I'm so glad that the real one from the North Pole is going to be in attendance. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the play itself. Yeah, of course. Uh, give us the premise, and then we'll talk about your individual part and so forth. Sure. So those crazy ladies in the house on the corner follows three crazy ladies in the house on the corner, and the whole show takes place in their home and kind of... They're navigating family relationships, relationships with each other, new people that have been introduced into their lives, um, like their physician, their doctor, wants to have this nurse come and live with them. And that, of course, is a big ordeal because they can take care of themselves. Exactly. Um, And so watching that sort of relationship bud off of not so great uh start a not so great starting point has just it's hilarious and then they come to terms with it and develop this beautiful friendship with this person and then the nephew comes in and has thoughts and opinions and wants to put them in a home and Mm -hmm. they don't like that and so there's just because once again they can take care they can take care of themselves absolutely and it's just Incident after incident with the three ladies, and it's heartwarming, it's hilarious, and you'll walk away feeling good about it. So. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, besides the feel-good, is there a holiday theme to it? Oh, yes. It okay. goes over the course of a couple of holidays, like Halloween, which we've already just celebrated mm-hmm. recently, and then uh, also Christmas happens in the show. So okay. that's also super fun. Is It goes over a couple of months, and... Because it goes over that amount of time, you really get to see the relationships mm-hmm. develop, and it's yeah. it's cute. All right, and what is your part then? My part is Jean Mitchell, and I am the nurse that comes to live with them, and they don't oh, like me oh, when they first oh. meet me. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, after some convincing, they start to warm up to my character, mm-hmm. and it's just a really sweet bond, and... Jean has these three older ladies who are looking after her, and she's looking after them, and it's a really beautiful symbiotic relationship. Oh, nice! I like those. You know, that's oh a, yeah, that's a, because it becomes you know it starts off as this challenging role, mm-hmm. uh, and then it becomes this heartwarming and loving role, and so forth. Right? Uh, how did you approach it, and what did you do to say, you know, I'm putting the Mo Plasto stamp on this? Oh, see, Mo Plasto is a little quirky, and so. <laughs> she <laughs> I'm I'm very comfortable being a little bit odd and so Jean Mitchell in the show has a couple of moments where 
She is very engaged in the conversation with the ladies, but also has a couple of one-liners that are witty. And with those, I was able to really build her character Mm -hmm. and develop her sense of humor. Otherwise, it's just going to be a stuffy nurse role. And I didn't want it to be like that because I wanted it to be fun and I wanted the character to be lovable and engaged with with an audience. Did you audition specifically for this part? I did. You did? Awesome when that happens. As much as I would love to have been one of those crazy ladies, I don't think enough makeup would have aged me up enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Point well taken, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, because you've uh, recently been a college graduate. Mm And we'll talk about that and what you've already gotten into and so yeah. forth. But, uh, you know, uh, is this your first MCAP show? This is my first yeah. MCAP show, and I'm really looking forward to it. I had auditioned for one other show and had been offered a role, but I had a conflict that I, well, I'd been offered a role, but I had accepted something else already, and I couldn't do both at right. the same time. So I had to really wrestle with that, but. All right. And uh, let's see, directed by Logan Levitt. Yes. Yeah. And how is he to work with? He has been really fun to work with. I've had the opportunity to be in one other show with him. Granted, I had worked opposite him instead of as a director-actor relationship. And so it's just been really fun to watch him come into his own and develop relationships with his actors and kind of his direction he wants the show to go mm-hmm. so. all right well uh, we're looking forward to it december 15th it's a friday night is the opening night and then there's two shows on saturday mm-hmm. and one on sunday absolutely yeah so yeah. a great run there it'll be a fun fun ordeal and again uh some guy with a red velvet suit and white beard <laughs> is going to be out there on friday night for pictures prior to there you go yeah so bring the Bring the whole family. Absolutely. You know? It's yeah. a show for the whole family. Yeah. And opening night, some guy in a red suit. Yep. It's, don't want to miss that No, sight. you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, you know, uh, fortunate enough to see you at a few of the productions at USF. Mm-hmm. And uh, you always did a marvelous job. And, Thank you. And uh, you, you've been moving on now, doing some of the community things. Yeah. Uh, you did a great job in Fox and the uh, Fairway. Thank you. Down at Old Town. Uh, that was just... <laughs> I love Old Town for its farces. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have seen many shows there, and I always chuckle, when, especially with the farces. But, Yeah. Yeah, they always put on fun stuff, but MCAP puts on great stuff, mm-hmm. too. And uh, so what's next for Mo, then? Uh, well, I'm after college, I had been doing voice teaching stuff at the Effervescent mm-hmm. Voice Academy. Um, that was founded by the lovely and ever-fabulous Amy Morrison. Mm-hmm. And uh, since her passing, I have been kind of helping with the direction of the studio mostly as a teaching team lead and Mm -hmm. taking the initiative on our initial fit meetings that we do for incoming clientele and I have the most availability so I do a large bulk of the private lessons as well and we're planning some classes and trying to get involved and we go and support our different students in different shows which is super fun so in, in fact today would have been uh, amy's birthday yes yeah yes um 
she would have been 52. Yeah, so. and uh, just an absolute marvelous. Uh, I, I always like to talk about, um, you know, um, someone being uh, pretty or attractive and so forth, the words that you might use for physical look. Mm -hmm. But I save beauty for the whole work. Oh, yeah. You know, and she was such a beautiful woman. She was. And, and the way that she did things. And, uh, you know, I decided uh, a few years back at the uh, young age of 58 then uh, that I wanted to take voice lessons. Okay. And there was only one person I was taking them from, mm -hmm. and that was Amy Morrison. And I learned so much and obviously also had a great time with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now you've kind of taken over, and you... She uh, loved you. Uh, <laughs> the two of you were, were quite close. Yeah, we we absolutely were. There were multiple times where we would go to a show together or be involved in some sort of thing, and people would see us out and about, and people would ask either her or myself, is this person your daughter? Are you two related? Um, and it was kind of an honor to be... Uh, related that close right. to her just because of um similar interests and how we carried ourselves and of course fashion i, <laughs> I loved her fashion so yeah a lot of fun in that regard <laughs> no doubt oh yeah uh so what do you take from her as you are now guiding effervescent yeah um well whenever i step into the studio space and I'm working either something for myself or with a student you her presence is just palpable there and it's such a warm and bubbly and inviting space it's it's really a treat to just go and make music and when a student comes in with either some victory or some struggle it's just really unique to get to work with them mm -hmm. on such a personal level and so my first thing is when students come in for an initial fit i want to get to know them as a person and then a vocalist right. um because yes your singing's gonna happen that's what you're there for but in order to encourage them in a way that's unique to them because they are a unique individual. I have to get to know them as an individual. And then I get to know them for their voice and help them find their voice kind of buried beneath it all. You know, when we're in college, we all uh, think of, you know, you know, having some type of goal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit a big doing this or what have you and so yeah. forth. But when you were going to USF mm -hmm. uh, under the tutelage of, of her, did you think that you would be taking over a voice academy? No. Um, <laughs> I've at a young age, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's mind boggling. I have told people this many a times that graduating college, I did not think I would be where I am right now. I love where I am and it's mm -hmm. fantastic, but it wasn't within my realm of reality at that point because there's nothing like it in Sioux Falls. And Amy worked really hard to build that and establish that legacy. And I just get the privilege of letting it live on and kind of encouraging it and pushing it to grow and bring in more students and just watch it flourish into something beautiful. So, 
What got you interested in the arts? Oh, that's that takes me way back. Okay. Um so when I was younger, my mother had done a few maybe like two or three community shows and I remember her specifically in a performance of uh White Christmas. She was ensemble and dance and all that stuff, but I just remember her big blue eyes under the stage lights, her bright red lipstick, and her perfectly curled hair. And I was like, she gets to dress up and dance and sing. I like doing all of those things. (laughs) (laughs) And so just kind of seeing her in something, and then I was so young. I don't even remember how old I was. She took me backstage and I got to meet all of these oh. cast members and it was just truly a magical experience. I I was so entranced by everything that happened behind the stage as much as on the stage and in front of the stage. It was it was just cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh and you know that's one thing that uh well first of all, you know like 20 years ago uh, if you graduated uh, from USF or Augie and wanted to be in the arts, uh, we were usually saying, oh, hey, uh, have fun in New York, Chicago, right. or Los Angeles. Now we get to say, oh, great, you're sticking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been so much growth in what's available. Uh, but that also leads to the fact that I think what else has been great uh, to hear is that how many people in theater aren't just on stage. Mm-hmm. They learn about all the other aspects of it and not just learn about it in the classroom, but actually do so in a production then. And so besides being on stage, what do you really enjoy about the tech part? Oh, so costumes are so fun because... Well, that's kind of in your wheelhouse. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, I like dressing up. Um, <laughs> costumes are fun. Lights make or break a mood in a show. So just getting to see the artistry with lights and the artistry with scenic design and the way pieces move in and out. It's its all one big choreographed dance this has to move at this time in order for this entrance to happen in order for this plot point to exist and there's so many small parts that make the whole production possible and I'm just so passionate about the awareness surrounding the whole thing because yeah seeing the stage and seeing the show as an audience member is awesome but being able to talk about the other things that happen to maybe someone who has no idea what the arts is about is such a unique experience. And you get to answer questions that they're like, well, how does this work? And you get to talk about the ins and outs of, well, for this one scene in this one part of the show, I have to run all the way out into the hallway and go up these steps and maybe come through this tiny little door for this sort of entrance. Or I have two people helping me put on a different layer for a costume and it's just small things that are easy to mess up but are also really (laughs) cool to get right yeah so it is i like the way you said that the the whole thing is one big choreographed dance Mm -hmm. yeah it's a a great way to place that and and get you know a good uh 
mental image of it for oh, those yeah. that aren't aware mm-hmm. of how everything goes. I know that uh, my wife and I have the same season ticket seats in the Orpheum for everything, and it's right in front of the tech crew. And to realize how busy they are oh, in yeah. everything. And I think, the, let's see, in The Little Mermaid, I believe that uh, Kevin Wintering told me they had like 460-some cues that, that doesn't show. surprise me. Yeah. That show was a gorgeous spectacle. That was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a lot of great singing in it, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, you talk about the, the fact your mom was in, uh, you remember her being in White Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's one of uh, our favorite uh, productions, I will say. You know, it yeah. started off at a, as a favorite movie of ours. Right. But uh, we were up in the Twin Cities one time at uh, Christmas time, and all of a sudden we go, hey, look, White Christmas is on. Mm-hmm. And so we went to that and loved it. And then uh, just like a, a year or two later, they had it at the pavilion. And it was even greater because the pavilion's a little bit bigger than the theater we'd seen it in. So all the snow that they make happen is oh, just a, very, amazing. very cool. But yeah. if maybe I'm maybe I'm not uh, even asking, let's uh, first find out then, have you ever been in White Christmas? I have not. If you ever get to be in White Christmas, what? is the part that we'll see Mo Plasto play. Ooh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I would be happy in any role because that happens 40s, 50s usually, Mm -hmm. and I am a sucker for the 50s fashion. Oh, you're retro, aren't you? I love it. That is my favorite era of style. Yeah. The hair, the makeup, the clothes, the heels... <laughs> I, I always uh, think that uh, if I was had been in a different era, it would have been post war, late forties Hollywood mm. with the very colorful suits and short ties and all oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that, that's the one I want to go for. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about. Uh, well, first of all, let's kind of recap a few things. Mm-hmm. So uh, Friday, the fifteenth of December. Yes is when MCAP starts up with those crazy ladies in the house, on the corner. Uh-huh. I had to remember it just exactly <laughs> like that. And uh, so there will be a Friday night show, and then there's two shows, a matinee and an evening performance on Saturday, and then a Sunday matinee, correct? Correct. All right. Yeah, so go online. Uh, go to Mighty Corson Art Players. Not Arts Players. Mighty Corson Art Players. And uh, take a look at them on Facebook or uh, just uh, search them on Google and make sure that you start ordering your tickets because I have the feeling it's going to be a lot of people at that one (laughs) having a lot of fun. Uh, And then Effervescence. Yes. Effervescence is a, what's the actual title? Effervescence Vocal Academy? Uh, Yes, the Effervescent Vocal Academy. All righty. And so. Voice Academy. Voice Academy. I was wrong. Okay. Yeah. I say I'm a vocal instructor because that sounds more professional. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I teach voice lessons. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What are the hours and so forth that you have there? Uh, We are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So there's lots of after work flexibility, weekend flexibility, which is so nice because a large portion of our students are middle school, high school, sometimes Mm. college age. Or like adult students who have a job and so they're not available until after 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And having those after school, after work hours is 
nice because then they yeah. get to come and do something for them and make a little music. Yeah, excellent. And uh, any like you know, all all the rest of the world has Black Friday specials as well. Yes. So uh, the Effervescent Voice Academy will be releasing a special discount code uh-huh. on Black Friday that will go through the end of uh, 2023, and it's offering a discount on our initial fit meetings which are typically priced at a hundred dollars for the entire hour where we get to know you as a person and also has a little mini voice lesson wrapped up in there um so instead of the hundred for the hour we will be doing that at 75 dollars for the hour so you get 25 percent off uh Getting to come hang out with myself. Right. So. <laughs> and then save that 25 for, uh, you know, to go toward lessons. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. All right. So the final two questions and the way that you answer question number one might determine whether we have to ask the second question. Oh, okay. It's always tradition here. So when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Um, it varies. I really like reading books. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a few things here or there, and especially if I'm cozied up with a cup of tea or a glass of wine, those are usually my go-to beverages, uh-huh. um, with a nice blanket or putting on a film. I like watching movies for the cinematography and also the mus- musical scoring underneath it as well. It It's one big project similar to a production on the stage there's a lot of things going on there and so it's really fun to appreciate each detail for what it is um or naps i take a lot of naps (laughs) i like to be well rested (laughs) all right i'm still gonna ask the second question but before that go to authors then Ooh, go to authors hmm i've been reading a lot of memoirs and autobiographies Mm. recently Mm um i recently read behind the jukebox or before the jukebox which is scott bradley's memoir before he had created the musical group scott bradley's Mm -hmm. postmodern jukebox um i also read a it wasn't a memoir, but it was something for Marilyn Monroe, and that was a thick novel, and I really enjoyed that. And it kind of delved into some of her personal life outside of her being on the silver right. screen and becoming the icon she is. Um, or Julie Andrews, she has a couple of memoirs out there that are wonderful, talking about film experience and Broadway experience and just her whole life. <laughs> oh, so then the follow-up then is mm-hmm. any other hobbies? Uh, I like to make music. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. And, <laughs> That's more of an avocation yeah. for you. you know? I make a lot of music and I like to do yoga. I like to stay active and focus on my physical well-being along with my mental well-being. And uh, just taking care of myself and my loved ones. That might be the best answer to that question we've ever had on this show, and it took 206 episodes. Oh, oh my. Uh, Mo Plasto, I have the feeling that uh, this may have been your first time on the show, but won't be your last. 
Well, that's very sweet. (laughs) All right. Thank you for taking time to be on the Dave Holly Hour. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, and we'll be back with more in just a moment. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exocairos.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yes, you know what I have to say. It's always a pleasure to talk to Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. Well, we had a first-time guest before, but these guys, they're veterans. They're old pros. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily that old, but uh, they're, they're here. And they're here to talk about a whole bunch of other people, too, because they're comics. And, and we don't even have to be nice. No. No. <laughs> One of the other comics in town is going to be roasted. That's right. On Saturday night. Yes, indeedy. All okay. right. Ian Rylan Smith. I am here. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's actually pretty good. And, and he's pretty he's angry. been on the show before. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now you guys have returned because you're going to be a couple of the roasters, correct? That is true. All right. And then uh, we were talking. Uh, so first of all, haven't even mentioned your names yet. One you obviously recognize because he's the guy that opens and closes the show every week. Zach Dresch. How are you, Dave? Thanks for having me. Oh, (laughs) I'm better anytime I see you. Oh, likewise. I I have Chotsky to give you for that. (laughs) 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 And William Conway. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. It's good to be here. Excellent. Great to have you both here and to talk about uh, Ian Ryland Smith. Now, is this a birthday that we're roasting, or is this just, hey, we got to roast him because we've been roasting everybody else, too? I believe it's just a roast. Just I think a roast. I'm yeah. pretty sure his birthday's in the spring. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, that sounds so about right. So we're roasting yeah, him for shits and giggles? I think so. Okay. That's always a good cause. Yeah. All right. You know, it's and, interesting, though, because your, your roast was near your birthday, right? Yeah. Mine yeah, was, was a birthday roast. True. Because right. mine, yeah, yeah. mine was like yeah. a week after. Uh, when they did my roast, yours is January or February, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because yeah. they, they couldn't do it, they couldn't do it on. My, I, I think it was an open mic night. I think because my birthday was on a Wednesday and we did the roast on a Friday. Or that something. sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't mess with the opens. Yeah, we, yeah <laughs> that's we, how you guys always get started. <laughs> so I guess it's a bad time to plug a show. <laughs> I've oh, got a mic fr- and a regular show. I'm just yeah, kidding. Feel, <laughs> feel free, my friend. Yeah. Feel free. Oh, no. No, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about Ian it. first, and, and then I'll let you expound on what you guys have coming up <laughs> on your own schedules. But uh, So this is going to take place Saturday night. Where will it take place? Uh, Club David. Yeah. Club David. Yes. Tim Jastrom is going to be the master roaster, the roast yes. master roaster toaster. 
Yep, or he goes by Tim Asram. I don't know. As a joke, I don't know. Jim Asram, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, Trying to keep it clear There's for some the There's ramming show, involved. I know. Some Dodge Ram, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and this is Thanksgiving that this that's show's coming out on, yeah. by the way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so there will be a feast. Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite a few of us are pulling out the stops uh, as far as the group chat goes that we've been seeing, so it's definitely an uh-huh. event you don't want to miss. Right. I've been I've been pretty quiet, but that's because I don't want to tip my hat. Ah, right. Holding back, holding back. I know how that goes. Well, you know, uh, basically, I don't want everybody to yell at me before the roast. They can yell at me after it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roasts are something special, that is for sure. I remember yeah. uh, being uh, at yours, Zach. Yes, uh, thanks for doing yeah, that, by yeah, the way. you're quite welcome. That was a fun, fun time. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting because the person that is the, uh, you know, MC for the night, for, yeah. for better words, um, gets to basically roast everybody along the way. Right. And then everybody that uh, does the roasting obviously comes up and they roast the special honored person. Right. And then, of course, a few barbs come back to whoever was talking bad about them prior. Right. And so you've both been roasted. You've both roasted other people many mm-hmm. times. Yeah. William, what's your favorite part of a roast? Uh, you know what? Like, um, I think my favorite part of a roast is, you know, usually uh the person that's up there at the time, they'll do their thing, and then when they get to the end, you know, they'll roast the person, but then they also tell them like how they appreciate them and you know true and you know because the thing is is you know a roast can seem pretty mean but it's actually an act of love yeah you know especially in the comedy world yeah you know and so uh to to see the love that's behind those things that's actually my favorite part yeah yeah you have to be comfortable enough with someone to be uh to say the stuff that you're about to say on stage yeah. Right. So, well, and, and obviously, you know, right. we, we don't uh, want Ian to have a preview of of what's going to be taking place. But right. uh, you know, are are there certain things that you guys like to hone in on when it comes to knowing who the person of honor is? That's tricky. It's tricky because, like, especially when you know the comic well, mm-hmm. like you you might know something that'll make. 10 people laugh because they all they know, all know that, that thing, part yeah. but it's not really good for the audience because uh-huh. the audience doesn't get at all why that's funny so it is kind of tricky in that way of like because i like to be uh kind of i like to kind of do a specific one that i don't think anybody else is going to do right but if you get too specific like it's lost on the audience mm-hmm. you know right and how many roasters will there be at least probably a dozen. Yeah, it's, so a, dozen. Think. it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So it's when you have a lot like that, first of all, it, it gets lengthy. So I'm going to look up terms, the list right now. Okay, so, yeah. so I can and, give a, a shout couple, out. There's a couple people on there that I don't even know. Right, and then you know you sit there and uh, you know each person does even maybe just five minutes, uh, but with all the interaction between time and so forth. Oh, it can be. It, a long it can. Night, it can take a long time. So you have to. Uh, keep everybody laughing throughout that time. And so, like, to your point, William, you know, maybe it's only going to be 10 people on one little thing, but in those uh, five to 10 minutes you have doing the roasting, you still have to do something that the audience is, right. is going to be able to take in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's a list. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Manson. All right. Of course. Uh, Lita Windles, who's organizing the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Will, of course, you. Uh, Dylan Times, Drake Strong from Sioux City. 
uh, Irene Dangles, Jerry Irby, Tim, of course, as we mentioned, Chris Fryer, Kerner, Becky Boudreau also goes by Titsy Visions yep. on uh, Burlesque, Logan Hartnett from Sioux City, uh, Ariana and Dale from uh, Burlesque as well, and Ukulele from Sioux City and myself. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen. Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Wow. There's so mine's going to be short. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And there's Ian. So 17 technically. True. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Ian's not in the chat because we want everything to be a surprise. Uh, obviously. Yeah. So, you know, but uh, you brought up some names uh, from Sioux City. Uh, Drake Strong. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was a, a great savior one night for me. Oh, how so? Well, uh, he and Gary Lewis uh, oh, yes, had so. uh, performed in. Uh, in tea at the sky right yes and gary and i have been friends since first grade mm -hmm. oh wow and uh we we spilled a few drinks together and so forth and uh that was our brand new dress <laughs> that's a brand new mic stand <laughs> Are, have you have you put the damn thing in the right place yet no Okay, keep working on it then. We already know the gig's up. We've got sound effects in this segment. Okay. <laughs> I, I was looking at the bar instead of your eyes. I didn't like that. <laughs> right. right, yeah, that's why I'm so, like crouching so I can... I was like it. doing this. Yeah, anyway, uh, so it was a couple of years back, and it was the first snow of the year. And, of course, I was familiar with everything at this guy because I did trivia there for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, well... Gary is a scotch drinker. I'm a Jack Daniels drinker. And uh, I made the stupid mistake of trying to go drink for drink with him throughout the night. And so I know I'm going to be driven home, that I won't be driving. Right. And uh, as we go out, we go out that side door, and nobody had... Uh, iced it. Iced it or, or anything. Put salt and down or whatever. So oh, no. I went flat on my back and oh, man no. i hit hard i messed up my back real bad that way and uh my wedding ring flew off oh no and uh my phone flew someplace and drake was the first one to come out and actually get me up oh wow and then we find the cell phone but then it's like oh man oh. my wedding ring Ooh, this is bad and so we we fret about it we call the uh, sky the next day and then throughout the week, uh, everything melted. Well, our, our uh, very good friend Melissa said, you know, she says, my brother's got a, uh, a metal detector. There you go. I'm going to go out there and see if I can find it. So she goes out there on a Sunday and she figures, I better go in and tell the bar what I'm doing so they don't think <laughs> right. some weird yeah. person's out right. there. And she says, yeah, I got to look for a friend's wedding ring. And uh, Boomer was working at that time. Mm -hmm. The bartender there says, you mean this one? <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing it? came That's out weird. great. But man, <laughs> I hit hard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you to Drake for, for coming out and being the first person oh, to yeah. pick me up. But Actually, I do remember that story now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but but uh, that list that you kept going through, that's the uh, great thing. And I think that that's what people miss out on a lot when it comes to our uh, comics and our comedy scene in Sioux Falls. They tend to think just uh, one way, uh, but every one of you has a different style. Yeah, not yeah, just that a you're, lot of different you know, styles for not sure. that you're just having different bits. Right, it's different styles, the way you approach it, and so forth. Yeah, everyone has a drastically different style, and so that, and everyone 
that I've talked to has something else different planned that's crazy or unconventional. I'm sure there's a couple uh-huh. that are going to do normal routines, just insults and go, love you, see ya. But <laughs> it's all over the place. I've got some stuff up my sleeve. Uh, not going to say much, right. but it is character driven. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> a lot of stuff. And uh, I definitely, I, my favorite part about Rose is I get to, to channel the meaner side of me that I normally don't get to uh-huh. on stage. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it's, I've, I've got about five or six roasts under my belt now at this yeah. point. And uh, each one has had a different vibe. The last one I did, I think was a uh, night shields roast in yeah, February. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting because I was like the only white person on the lineup besides Jim <laughs> Mack. And I was, I made several jokes. I walked up and I said, I do not belong here. Uh, <laughs> and everyone, and I'm like, I, I'm, I don't want to say anything. And everyone's like, say what you want to say. Just do it. Yeah, see what happens. I'm like, no. You know, and uh, so this is taking place this coming Saturday. Yes. Uh, yeah. At uh, what time? Uh, I believe it is 8 p.m. Let me double check okay. that, though. And uh, it's at uh, Club David. Yes. Is this a public event? Yes. Yes. Is, is there any cost to get into it? Yeah. The ticket. There's an Eventbrite ticket link for sure. Okay. Uh, so if you catch any of the, um, any of the, because it should be on all the posts, right? Is it in in her thing? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Let me see. The Eventbrite says, as far as price goes. Ooh, sometimes the event rate's kind of tricky. Oh, 10 bucks. 10 bucks okay. admission. Mm-hmm. And time slot. Which is an incredible value for how True. many people you're going to see. Exactly. Yeah, it's looking like 7 p.m. to 11.30, which my guess is 7 is doors. Right. And let me see, 8 p.m. is time slot. Right. Yeah. All right. If you want to, if you want me to re- chime in and record later if the time's wrong, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I think usually 8 p.m. seems like the time that. Yeah. Is it going to be upstairs? Uh, downstairs. It is downstairs. Oh, it's downstairs. Okay. That's, okay. What I, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah we do the, the open mics upstairs because, I mean, it's like, it's smaller it's smaller. turnouts. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah, it is what it is. But. Makes more sense. Yeah, yeah right. but I have the feeling there might just be a few people there. And then, uh, you know, obviously besides the uh, comedy scene, um, will people that he worked with well, Probably yeah, and I mean, you know, and, Ian's, and so Ian's a great comic. I mean, yeah. he's the reigning comic of the year. I mean, it's, it's not like... A, it's no slouch. He's got to draw right. for sure. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's 8 p.m. So, okay. yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, every time I see him, I always say, God, I'm worried because I see you and all I think of are his initials IRS. Yeah. like, oh, yeah. God. Well, holy hell am I in now. at the burlesque show that they did at Supercon? Because um, cause, I was not able to make it. Because uh, Becky and Ian hosted that. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really long show. It was like a yeah, four-hour burlesque show. Um, but it was phenomenal, and I mean, they did such a bang up job hosting yeah. that; it was really good. Awesome. So I mean, you know, I, I, was I would imagine you probably might night. get some people from that. True. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, because there was a lot of people at Supercon. I mean, that place was it was packed in there at Supercon. Right yeah. for fifteen dollars a ticket, whereas I was doing free trivia and improv. And had about five people at it. <laughs> you know, I, I had a show that, that night, I too. That. I had a show that night, too. Uh, that's when, um, gosh, uh, that guy from, um, who the heck came to town? Um, I can't remember what show. We had a Alex show Hooper? at the Icon. Huh? The guy from America's Got Talent? Yeah, Alex, Alex Hooper. Yeah. Alex, yeah. Alex Hooper, uh, he had a show at the Icon that night. 
And I think we sold seven tickets. I mean, <laughs> SuperCon killed it. Oh, it you, did. You know I mean? yeah. uh, but that was Friday. So Friday night, they had the, that wasn't the burlesque show. That was a no, wrestling that, that we lost oh, out to right. on that Friday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like I had something else going on too. It was I was out of time. I'm I'm surprised that you would have had something. You I know, know, like another gig. Uh, I like your your latest post about uh, one of your bands out of the well six or seven. seven or eight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, again, uh, it's open to the public. Ten bucks, and you can go on Eventbrite. Will they also be available at the door? Yeah. Yes. All right. And the doors will open at 7 at Club David, and 8 p.m. is when the show will, yep. will really get full strength. All right, so we've done that bit now. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about comedy and upcoming stuff for each of you guys. William, what's on the docket these days? Uh, so beside, uh, I'm co-hosting a podcast called Coffee with the Dog. Uh, we live stream Monday through mm-hmm. Friday on like 30 different platforms. Wow. Yeah, it's actually getting pretty, it's getting kind of crazy. Uh, I got to interview Tommy Chong on that, uh-huh. uh, like about a month and a half ago or whatever. Uh, we also interviewed um, the he was one of the stunt pilots for um, the Top Gun Maverick movie. Oh wow! And interviewing that guy was so cool. You know, one of the things that you probably know, one of the things I love about doing podcasts is like hearing different people's journeys. Mm-hmm. You know, and this dude literally. He saw Top Gun when it first came out, and then, uh, like, after college, he joined the Navy and joined up and, like, went through a whole career, was, like, squadron leader and stuff like that in, for naval aviators, and then he joined the Blue Angels for a while, and now he does stunt piloting, and he uh-huh. did stunt piloting in the Top Gun Maverick movie. And it's like, dude, how amazing does that have to feel <laughs> to, like, see a movie, be like, hey, I want to go do that, and then just become the man and doing, you know what I mean? Just, you know, that's so, so beautiful to listen to people's journeys and stuff. So uh, doing coffee with the dog is uh, super awesome. I love doing it. Um, uh, comedy shows I have coming up. We have, uh, so the roast here. And then I have on December 16th, there's a toy drive show that's going to be happening at Windy City Bites. The admission for that will just be a toy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I mean, a, a brand new toy during the holiday season is going to JC's, uh, is who the charity that they're going to give the toys to so that the JC's can go and hand them out for the holidays and stuff. Um, so that's like the last, uh, the last chance show for the comedy slam. Uh, so that's December 16th. Um, then, uh, January 12th, I have, um, uh, we're doing a, a, a sober show. Uh, Dylan Times is going to be running the Sober Show. That's going to be at Black Flag Studios on January 12th and then January 13th. We have the Comic of the Year competition mm-hmm. at Icon Lounge, uh, which is going to be huge. Like So a lot of exciting stuff happening. Plus, I'm m- working on some music stuff yeah. in between there. So. All right. Fantastic. And then uh, Snow Jam's coming up in uh, January. January. The yeah, final one. To the 21st, yeah. I want to say. Yep. That's yeah. Sound, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. 18th yeah. through 20th, something yeah. like that. Yeah. All righty. All right, Mr. Dresch. I, uh, the, uh, the man that needs 84 calendars to keep track probably, of all the different yeah. things yeah. that he's involved in. Ah. Yeah, 20 uh, minutes for yeah. <laughs> yeah this is airing thursday right correct yeah so happy thanksgiving guys Thanks. yeah, happy, yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> happy thanksgiving gobble, uh, gobble. last last night gobble, gobble. wink 
Uh, <laughs> I will have open for Hairball at the District. Hell yeah. Which is awesome. a weird uh, Big Red Rocket <laughs> ride. I'm filling in for them. Yeah. So uh, it went great. Uh, <laughs> super great. Uh, December 2nd, two of my seven bands is playing at uh, Icon at Antimatter Music Festival. 20 bucks a ticket. Uh, the Disarm plays the rock stage at 8 p.m. And Shock Value plays the uh, hip-hop stage at, I want to say, 9-ish? How smart of you to book multiple gigs with multiple bands right, yeah. at the same venue on the same night. That's, a, that's Right, striking the nine. set. Oh, 940 on the hip-hop stage, so I'm basically going to be playing the rock stage, moving my drums over right. the other side of the building. <laughs> uh and oh, we have a cart <laughs> oh yeah i have a cart yeah i should get a dolly yeah hello dolly uh hello hello dolly, dolly. <laughs> hello dolly a uh, couple more i'm almost done i swear to god uh thursday <laughs> december 7th um trey eilers from illinois is going to be performing at club david he's headlining we're also doing an open mic that night he mm-hmm. creates uh he created a mosaic out of rube small rubik's cubes Uh, He does stand-up comedy, and he's had his Rubik's Cube mosaic at, like, a festival that Jerry Seinfeld was a part of, and, like, uh, I think even Nate Bargatze, so, like, this whole thing is huge, and he's blowing up with all that, so it's going to be crazy, and it's going to be fun. And on Friday, December 8th, Improv Falls, our monthly show at Icon is happening, our Christmas show, and uh, if you're in the Brookings area, uh, Friday, December 15th. Uh, we will be at Sully's Irish Pub. No, I will not because <laughs> I will be here. Well, I'll be at Corson actually in a, a red velvet suit, and it also happens oh, to be a next body show. Too. No, that sounds fun. Uh, they're opening up their their Christmas show. Oh, that gotcha. night, oh, so. that's right, that's right, yeah. that's right. So yeah, if you're in Brookings, if you happen to be in Brookings and you happen to be hanging out at Sully's Irish Pub. Uh, I host a monthly showcase in Brookings now. With, oh, wow. Uh, just kind of the first time one we did last month was a big success. And we're doing doing a second time. We got Sarah Manson, Adam Gouge, and mm-hmm. Eric the Green. So, all right. Should be a good time. Fantastic stuff. Always a pleasure to see you guys. But you also, having been on the show before, know that you get two final questions. Oh, yes. How question number one is answered might depend on whether we need to answer the second one. William, you get to go first. So... When you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? What do I like to be entertained by? And I'm not allowed, I probably can't say Pornhub, right? That's not. Well, no, you, I'm, I'm, that's what it is for you. Well, that was my no, answer. That's so. very. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, you know, my wife and I, we really, we're really into 90s movies. We, lo- we watch a lot of movies from the 90s. Huh. We're very nostalgic. Yeah. Any yeah. any particular like group or uh, you know any director uh, or anything? Dude, it, it, it there's everything, okay. everything because like and like a few good men probably one oh, of my favorite things I could. That is my absolute favorite movie yeah. ever. Yeah, that's yes. you know you'll you'll appreciate this. And when I was in prison, I actually had wife number two send me in the Jack Nicholson monologue so oh, that I could yeah. learn it. And so I know that thing word for word. I learned it in prison. Did you know that uh, when they were shooting that scene, uh, when they were shooting the others in it and so forth, he was still there acting it out, not just reading the lines. Right. He was there. To, and Rob Reiner, who directed that, had uh, said one time that before they ever started shooting, 
Nicholson had memorized that because he went through it 50 times right. before they even started. It's I mean, amazing. It, it's, I mean, it's such a passionate yeah. monologue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and uh, uh, I opened for Kevin Pollock years and years ago at Nitwits Comedy Club. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In the basement of the brewery. I yes. For Kevin Pollock down there. That was a long he time was, ago. He was, I remember. Yeah. I was at that show. I, I was there. I'll be I, damned. I, I, I hosted that show. <laughs> that was that was this guy. <laughs> I See, mean, because it's... he had been at uh, I was working at Kellawayam at that time, and he had been in the radio station that morning oh, and got okay, to talk right. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a super nice guy, and he's got great stories. Uh, yeah. I didn't find him to be the the best comedian per se because no. he was he was more so. The like celebrity name dropping storytelling mm-hmm. and it's entertaining and the crowd yeah. eats it up. True. So you can't. It's not like you can be mad uh, at like, it, but but it's like how uh, Nicholson had the hots for his mother. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember him telling about that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. moving on then. Uh, any other hobbies? Uh, chess. I I played. So my son, he's twenty two. He lives with us, and we play chess almost every day when I'm at home. Ooh. Yeah. And that's actually kind of uh, wow. something a lot of people probably don't know about me. Is I'm, no. I'm a very avid chess player. Ooh, any good though? I mean, I'm decent. I'm, <laughs> okay. no, I'm no slap. I've I've never played it. <laughs> I've always wanted to learn. Oh, really? And yeah. I think I, that uh, my I'd wife suck and I at teaching people. I'm, if if because I, I have no patience. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we if we find the right nights, we're going to try a community ed class to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to. Th- they do. That. Um, there's like a chess club. There's a couple different chess clubs. There's one. I know they have a chess night at Full Circle Book Co-op, and I'm pretty sure that the downtown, one of the public libraries also does a chess night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I All think right. every week. I think So, I mean, you could look into it. There's a couple Certainly. things already All happening. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Zach Dresch. Okay. When you are not in the arts and entertainment scene which is like three minutes a day yeah no kidding. yeah what do you like to be entertained by big fan of sleep <laughs> really like it it's really nice and i'm guessing that's the hobby too yeah okay well, actually the hobby's the, snoring <laughs> the hobbies that i do because the hobby the things that i do when i'm not working my full-time job which is kind of like my hobby at this yeah. point i um I love the the app crossword jam. I love doing crosswords. I'm no joke. I'm addicted to crosswords. I love crosswords. Yeah, they're so oh, fun. Yeah, uh, my, cro- like when I'm just hanging out watching TV with Becca, we just I play crossword jam. And yeah. if I don't know a word, I'm like, babe, what's this word? Yeah, she'll like she'll get it off off the ba- beaten path. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> come on. <laughs> See, my my family, uh, they're big puzzle people you mm-hmm. know putting the puzzle pieces together, and they just can't stand it that I hate that. Right. Uh, but none of them do crosswords. That's mine. Right. Yeah. I it'll, love crosswords. It, you know, supposedly, you know, doing something like that will keep your brain active and you'll be able to remember stuff for. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were right. we talking about? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, yeah I, I like to watch uh, movies, TV shows. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch other stand up comic specials. Is that for you, Will? Would you uh, say that's without true? analyzing the crap out of it? Yeah. 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 Or, or comparing like, myself. Right. I can't do it. I don't know if I compare myself or whatever, but I'm definitely like assessing too much. Yeah. You know, I'm not enjoying what I'm watching. Uh, and it took a couple years for that to really kind of set in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it irritates my wife. If I watch comedy with my wife, she's like, 
she, she'll like smack me and be like, you didn't even <laughs> laugh at that. That was, that was funny. Like she yeah. gets mad at me for not laughing. Yeah. So if I was a fan of the comic before I started doing comedy, then I'll watch the specials because I'm excited. Uh-huh. Yeah, because well, it's like, like Bill oh. Burr. I, yeah, I still oh, yeah. watch. Yeah, I like John that. Mulaney, all that oh, stuff. Yeah, totally, yeah. I will always be like, yeah, I'm watching that. But newer comics, I'm usually not. I'm not yeah. leaning towards like I got to watch that because I'm yeah. just like eh. understand. Yeah, it's hard for me to not. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's opposite for music. Cause I love watching concerts or going to concerts, right? Like rock concerts. I'm a huge fan, but I'm I'm not comparing myself because I'm like I'm not. The smashing pumpkins i'm not green day i'm not gonna like i'm not doing right. that right also another gig i forgot to mention uh, <laughs> uh yes it's not been officially announced but it's it's something that's in the works and will be announced i figure it's something fun uh a bunch of bands from sioux falls are doing uh albums from popular bands front to back uh oh. at icon and we are playing dookie by green day front to back uh-huh. so i'm excited about that it's later in december so okay look for that no details have been like formally announced but okay but well, uh we got a similar group of people to play yeah. so all righty hey guys always great to see you yeah, and great to uh, see have, you have a great time on saturday night yeah. and certainly appreciate your time today thank and you Dave. happy Thanks, thanksgiving happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving all right and we'll be I'm back done. to wrap up the dave holly hour in just a moment Check out the new Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's Mini Storage. Bisque, studio time, painting parties, and finished items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. He's jazz to the eyeballs. Once again, here's Dave Hawley. Crikey, mate. Thanks again to my guests, Mo Plasto and William Conway and Zach Gresh. As always, biggest thank you goes to each of you that listen, download, share, and follow. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For all 206 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio, Posh Boutique, The Sky and T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.